A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. Sydney, I miss you. I miss you too. I'm not in New York. She's in the P state. Yeah. I'm so annoyed because like for, I guess this is Black History Month and because it's Valentine's Day, suddenly I'm getting invited to shit and I think I can go because who am I going to bring? <laughs> I only got invited to like four things this weekend and I can't go to a single one of them because I refuse to go alone. It's really nice. I, I love, I love bringing you to stuff and I love when you bring me to stuff because I feel like we have this energy, like, if we ever get, like, socially awkward or feel, like, intimidated by other people because in on, like, creator, like, influencer days that other, like, brands host, I feel like a lot of the creators in New York City are really nice, but a lot of them are also really mean. So, like, going around, like, being around them, it's so, so nice to have Sydney. Like, a, like and I, I hope you feel the same way about me because, like, you're actually my genuine friend, so it's just always nice to have someone. Uh, you're, my, you're my genuine friend. <laughs> did, did you know that you're my genuine friend? <laughs> no, I didn't know. I know, like, we had a business together and lived together, but I know we were You friends. didn't know that. I know, we, I know we're getting that serious. Surprise, happy um, Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, but yeah, like, a lot of influencer events, they, like, aren't social, though. Like, yeah. they're not, like, like, some of them are, like, come meet other influencers. That's very rare. I feel like most of them are just, like, come see our brand, get a goodie bag, and leave. Like, think about all the ones we've been to. We never really talked to other people. Like, it was mostly, like, just keep to yourself. So, like, I'm not going to go to, like, 
a restaurant or like an opening or like a spotty by myself. What, what am I gonna do? Talk to myself? Ill. That's what really pisses yeah. me off when brands invite me to shit and then I'm like, um, oh yeah, can I bring a plus one? And they're like, no. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? They're like encouraging me to bring a plus one to all of them. And I was like, girl. One of them was like, we have a spa day tomorrow at noon. I was like, baby, I got work. People have work. I'm so tired of brands doing stuff in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day. Like, baby, I got a job. I was telling Eric about that because I just got invited to like a screening on February like 20 something. It's for the new Batman movie. And oh my God. Yeah. With Robert Pattinson. Oh, he looks so good. Like, I've never been attracted to him before. For some reason, this Batman role, it's doing it for me. Do you want to go with me? Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, no, but so I, like, thought of Eric because his favorite movie is Batman, like, The Dark Knight, that series. Like, that's his, like, writer. Like, that's his lifeline, basically. So, and we, like, watched the movie on our first date and everything. So I was like, oh, my God, cute. So I invited him, and it's on, like, a Monday. And he was like what the fuck like he was literally so mad and i don't know why they do that why not like a saturday i think because it's less expensive it was definitely it's definitely less expensive to like run out venues during the week but like then you're running the risk that people can't go so i'm like "Mm." yeah and i'm like "Mm." but like the one thing it's finally on a weekend it's like uh the place is called kinky's it's opening in new york and it's like a sex themed bakery but it says like the invitation was like it's not just food it like it's awakens all of your senses and um is it okay, food porn well is it food no like it's like you literally get food but the food is like genitalia inspired so like cucumbers and eggplants like, shoving up my butt <laughs> like that kind of like donuts that look like titties oh but it's supposed to be like sex positive and they were like we're gonna have such a cool party like on saturday night come bring plus one bring plus two whatever like we can't wait to have you and i was like am i gonna am i gonna go alone like <laughs> i want to go but i'm not gonna go alone but yeah, I feel like this Black History Month, no one's blacking enough. Like, has nobody said uh, happy Black History Month to me? None of my classes are doing anything. And why do you have, they were probably like, happy MLK Day, blah, that's it. So where is this energy? Where was this hiring Black creators, hiring Black models, all of this stuff? Mm, you know, I, they should give, like, a national Black discount. I should be able to go to Zara and get whatever I want for free. <laughs> Not even a I discount, propose. just like everything for free. For um, all that history they made us go through, I feel like we could at least get some cute skirts out of it. You know? <laughs> Did you see that TikTok where this guy was commenting Happy Black History Month on people's lives? And this girl, oh my God, it was so fucking funny. This white ass bitch was literally doing her edges, like doing her edges. Oh, and gosh. the guy was like, Happy Black History Month. She was like, oh, bye, I don't care about that. And I was like, girl, you're literally doing people are real bold like i just feel like getting dumped during black history month by a white man felt a little personal to me i don't know but like on a serious note i feel like people should be doing more like this energy that was here during the pandemic when people were like performative for about 20 minutes yeah i don't know was not sitting right with my soul but whatever no exactly but you know nobody cares because there's nothing to post on like their instagram you know there's no like no black squares to post yeah no there's no (laughs) there's no hashtags to hashtag but yeah i like the month of february a lot because i'm a huge proponent of valentine's day and also black history month you're a huge proponent what did i say it wrong (laughs) no i've never anyone said they're proponent of valentine's (laughs) (laughs) no because that's what i'm saying like a lot of people hate valentine's day like they think it's an awful holiday and like it's all like commercial and gimmicky i just sound exactly like charlie brown but you get the picture and i love valentine's day like i loved it since i was single it gave me an excuse to like put on makeup and like do a Valentine's Day and like go to fancy dinners and stuff and like wear fur coats and like that's what I strive to do in my life you know see I, I have mixed things with Valentine's Day one because it's not a real holiday 
it's literally just a capitalist way to get everyone to buy money and gifts, which I don't mind if I receiving the gifts, honestly. That's what I'm saying. But like, any opportunity for me to receive some jewelry, like, I'm for it. You know what I mean? But it's also just, like, not fun if you're single or if your man doesn't care and doesn't know how to give. It's not even necessarily about material gifts, though, but it's, like, just seeing your person put an effort. But it's also, like, you can put an effort the other 364 days, but whatever. Sydney, are you not but, a material girl? No. I'm, wow. I'm just a baddie. I'm I just am. a baddie. I'm sad. I'm a material girl sometimes, but like not really. Like, if you gave me a nice card, I wouldn't be as mad. This is my first Valentine's Day single since I was 16. This is my second Valentine's Day with the boyfriend ever. Yeah, because my second, my first one was when we were dating last year, and this is my second one. <laughs> so it's my second Valentine's Day with the boyfriend. Because all the other ones sucked so hard that they didn't do anything for me. I never had my first boyfriend in sixth grade got me a box of chocolates but they all had nuts in them because i was allergic so i kept them under my bed for like two years and you didn't eat that did you get mice no girl i'm from florida we have no mice really i thought they were like field mice you just brushed a single hair you literally said (laughs) it was bugging me and my hair gets so greasy in my ugh. like when i don't wash it for literally 20 minutes it gets so greasy and i always play with it i wash my hair like once a week once every two weeks i now i'm doing that thing where i wash my hair like once every week and a half and then i just wash my body i'm in there for three hours that's my therapy i can't i i don't have the the time for therapy so i just shower for two hours a day that's really funny. I enjoy that yeah, a lot. I don't, I've never gotten the therapeutic aspect of like showering just because I've always hated showers. Like when I was a little kid, my mom and my dad like had to literally bribe me to go shower or take a bath or something. <laughs> so I, hated oh, I hate taking baths. I think, okay, I'm going to say this now because I feel like no scientist has talked about this. Okay. Baths are nasty. Baths are literally <laughs> disgusting. You're literally soaking in your own dirt. Ill. Literally And Ill. adults that take baths, weird. Like if you're taking it because you want to like relax – like once every year or it's like a romantic bath that's one thing but if you're bathing every tuesday or like every day that's weird behavior if you're bathing every day oh if you're bathing every day if you're, t- if you're taking a bath you should be yes. showering every day let me make that i was about to say sydney i know that you don't mean that because you shower way too much <laughs> yes and when you shower showering means every okay two things two things okay speaking of black history month i didn't notice that why people don't use washcloths they be using their hands, and that doesn't click. That doesn't. That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, like as, or they use like scrunchy things. Loofahs have always been the name of the game for me. I do not use a washcloth yeah. to wash my body in the shower. Whenever my friends like come to my house or like stay with me, I always get a washcloth, and they're like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "Excuse me." <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Especially the hand. Like men use their hands, and I'm like, "Don't touch me." Don't don't put that near me. I don't know where that's been. I do know where that's been actually, and I don't want you to touch me with it. Oh my god! Literally, I know where that's been. No, I took. I no showering with men is is interesting. It's always interesting okay. to like observe. I said showering, men showering. You said showering with men. You took that. You took well, that you you said like a man tries to touch you with his hands. So isn't that the same thing? No, I mean in general. Oh, like a high five. <laughs> oh, some of us are pure minded. You um, every time Sarah's boyfriend comes to stay over and I see the bathroom door closed, I just leave the apartment. <laughs> they be they be pooping together, uh, brushing their teeth together, showering together, bathing together, and they be giggling in there. And I'm like, yep, time to leave. <laughs> yeah, Eric and I took a bath. But we time to leave, did us? No, and Eric and I took a bath one time in the bath. Really? We took a bath in the bath. Yeah, we did take a bath. <laughs> we shut up. We took a bath in the bath. <laughs> I didn't realize you were making fun of me. Yes, Eric and I were bathing in the bath, and we were watching that little TV show, Invincible, that cartoon show, and 
I didn't know that it would be so violent because it's a cartoon show. So I mm. went to go stand up to like get something from the top shelf in the shower. And then I saw some little cartoon old man rip someone's head off and I slipped and fell on Eric in the shower. It's safe to say we never took a bath again. That's how that happened. <laughs> I slipped and fell around his dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next topic. You can't um, come back from that, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to transition from that one. I really don't Speaking know of penises, this is our concluding episode. <laughs> yes, guys, season 104 episodes. That's that's quite a feat. That's like uh, that's literally like 100 hours of talking. Yeah, this is why Cindy and I always lose our voice um, because yeah. we love you so much. Yeah, and we love talking to you guys, but like one-sided. <laughs> um, oh I read our reviews for like the first time today in totality and like 98 percent of them were so sweet i really wanted to cry like they just made me feel like what we're doing is worthwhile and it's interesting that people actually listen because i feel like literally no one could be listening we like wouldn't know i mean we would know but like we would just still be talking you know so it's like really nice to hear that like people are receiving value from what we say or people that are just entertained or are laughing with us they're like helping people cheer up their day like that makes me very happy but the few negative comments to me they don't even make me mad it made me laugh because I, I don't know they're just so specific like somebody called out my valley voice and like yes i have a valley voice well like, they said we both do they were like their voices are so <laughs> fucking annoying and all they, they talk about nothing of value uh, we talked about bathing that's a lot of value right there they're that's like so much they have we no talked skill. about proper hygiene <laughs> yeah they're like they have no skill no truth no value and no deeper meaning and i was like Girl, I just cried on the last episode and aired my business out. I felt pretty truthful and deep, but okay. Oh, do you want to hear something so cute? Sorry to interrupt you. I thought you weren't yeah. talking, but then there was a delay. Um, my mom texted me and she was like, is it okay? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and she was like, because she apparently, she was riding back on the Megabus from New York come, to come visit us. And she sat there on the bus and cried for like 20 minutes because of the last episode because she thought it was so touching and so inspirational. And she said like it really inspired her to like do better with like her love life. Like not that her and my dad's marriage isn't like great, but like she was like it just inspired me to like find the good and like, you know what I mean? Like she she just, it really reached her. And I thought that that was so cute just because my mom is literally 50. So us... 21 year olds talking about a subject i feel like it's so relatable and inspirational to everybody so many like random people messaged me about that episode and they're like you're not alone like I, we're, i'm here for you and that's really sweet and i also was like i feel like everyone thought i was like off the rails guys that episode got a lot of views they got yeah, a lot it, of it did really well which kind of scares me because that was a very personal episode for me but i think it it just felt nice to be able to like get things off my chest like to talk about it with someone and also, I know a lot of people are going through the same thing, which is a lot of the messages I got were like, I'm in the same position as you. And like hearing that was really, really helpful. So that made me very happy in a very sad time. So that's, that's so nice. nice. Hey guys, Cindy made me cry in the episode. I was literally sobbing in the kitchen. Sobbing in our apartment, living room, crying in thing. private. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter make this a summer to share and save with a capable kia suv or powerful sedan see your local kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more kia 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Wait, Sydney, I have a question. Yeah. What was your favorite? Like, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to put thought into this, but like the favorite one that you can think of right now. What was your favorite Crying in Public episode this season? I'll highlight a few moments. Um, the Jesse Reyes interview was super exciting because I love Jesse Reyes. And that was like our first really big guest. So I think that was like a marker of success for us as a podcast, which was super fun. Um, I loved the last episode, not loved it, 
it just felt like super personal, which was nice to be able to like have that um, trust our community that we can talk about like personal stuff. And um, it's funny because like when we first started the podcast, we like planned out what we we're going to talk about like weeks in advance. We had like scripts, not like scripts of what to say, but like a very like detailed outline of what we we're going to start with talk about points to mention yeah, like how bits we were gonna, we were gonna do like comedic like release like stories we would we tell yeah, stuff yeah. like that but then like as we kept going throughout this season it just became like second nature to us to the point where we really want to focus on like being authentic being in the moment being spontaneous so we would literally show up in our living room to record and be like what are we going to talk about we would riff off back and forth with some ideas or things that like happen to us throughout the day or the week then sit down for an hour and record and just pour out whatever came to mind. And I think being able to have that experience through all our episodes made it just that much better, at least on our side. We can't speak for like how people received it, but I don't know. It made it feel more authentic. It made it feel less pressure. It felt more like I was on FaceTime with some friends or like at brunch or at a girl's night instead of it being like, I'm showing up to work, I'm recording for an hour and then I'm going home, you know? I also did not answer your question at all. No, the Jesse Reyes episode is a huge, huge milestone. I feel like that we, I know that we, I know we're all so grateful about. Um, what's your, do you have like, okay, instead of saying what's your least favorite episode, because they're all our favorites, they're our babies. What is like the most challenging moment throughout the season that, or like the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome? Just like, because, you know, making a podcast is hard and it puts, you know, takes a lot of effort, a lot of time management. What was like the hardest part for you? Um, so I don't think all people know like the process of doing the podcast, but our podcast is very much personal based. It's our stories, it's our advice, it's our lives we're discussing. And for other podcasts, maybe it's like true crime where they just talk about things that happen to other people that's been documented already, that's been filtered through, that's been um, kind of the story's already been told and they're telling it in their own way. Or it's about politics where they're explaining a fact to you or they're explaining a situation to you that they're not involved in that has already occurred. But I think having a podcast where you talk about very personal things to a crowd of people you don't know, I think that's... It was very daunting at first, but I think establishing a trust where you can get to a point in where you have like a community built where you can just kind of express yourself. You can be emotional. You can cry. You can laugh. You can snort. Not snort drugs, like snort laugh, like Sarah's laugh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That feels great. What about you? It's favorite episode and favorite learning experience. Sydney, thank you so much for asking. Um, my favorite episode, I would have to say, is I, I, I'll, I'll say two because my favorite guest episode that I like, I can just because I love the Jesse Reyes one too. But just to say something different, my favorite guest episode that comes to the top of my head was the one with Matchmaker Maria. What oh, an insightful really conversation! You know what I mean? Not just because like. I think it got the most listeners or I think it would perform well or because she was better than the rest of our guests. You know, all of our guests are amazing. She was also amazing. But it was the my favorite because it impacted me the most, I would say. Like, all of her advice really resonated with me and it made me really think and reflect on my own life, which it takes a lot for me to do because I'm a very stubborn, confident, like, uh, just move on kind of person. So loved that one. I really like the one where we talked about um, friendship breakups and, like, toxic friendships and stuff I, I don't know exactly what that episode was called but that was a really good episode too 
it definitely did a lot for not only me, but we got, I think it's one of our most uh, listened to episodes and we got the most feedback on it, like such positive feedback. Like you guys are right on the mic. It was honestly really validating because, you know, like in my life, I've had a lot of friendship arguments and tips and problems. Like I'm sure all of you had and whatever. Um, but it was just really validating to like get all these messages being like, I would have done the same thing. Like I've been in that exact same situation and I did exactly what you did. And like, or like even like I experienced regret, like I miss my friends or like, I don't miss my friends. Just hearing like all of the feedback and hearing everybody else's personal stories made me feel so good. Um, and I think the most challenging part of crying in public has been Sydney because she's a whore. Just kidding. It's been, <laughs> no, no, no. My, and this isn't even like challenging. I think it was just like, the thing that I had to think about most, and it was just like time management, uh, because Cindy and I are such busy girls, and especially like last busy semester, girls. we're busy girls. Uh, last semester we had like complete opposite schedules, and like we have jobs. Like this is a job to us, and it is a job. It's a job to us, and in real life, like this is a profession, and we, it is, it has, it holds the same value as all of the rest of our jobs. And I'm sure that Cindy would say the same thing. Yeah. But having other jobs like piled on top of this one, like when I said we have jobs I mean like we have jobs plural including the podcast like I was an events director for a really long time and that was like almost a full-time job basically and so I was working like way overtime. like my entire day was packed I barely got a free moment this semester is so much better because I am focusing more on school and less on like making money at the moment just because I am still a student but that was definitely the hardest part I think of the season because we really really wanted to just put genuine authentic thought out content out there you know like we don't want to just do yeah. this haphazardly this isn't just a passion project for us we take this extremely seriously as much as we like to joke on here and like poke fun of ourselves we love this podcast we birthed this podcast it's literally our child and all of you feel like our best friends so it, it was just hard like not like it's hard having to put this to the wayside sometimes you know what I mean yeah. so compartmentalizing also was like a challenge through some parts of the season like as you guys know, like I got dumped last week. <laughs> I was breaking out with my boyfriend while we were recording the podcast. Like, literally <laughs> texting him as we were talking. So, like, trying to compartmentalize my feelings and be able to, like, put content out that's enjoyable, not depressing. I don't know how successful that was. But, like, <laughs> Sarah said, like, I work a 9 to 5. Two 9 to 5s. So, like, having to go to work for 8 hours and then come straight home and record and for an hour and edit and do social media and do the description and the ads and all this stuff it's like it felt like we were it doesn't feel like work though which is like nice that we're like so blessed to have that kind of connection but um yeah time management it, it's a it's a lot of work but it's work that we love doing and i'm very glad to have it also so much stuff happens behind the scenes like for example marie episode we forgot to press record yeah and we recorded for two hours and we were like this was the best like guest podcast we've ever had and we didn't fucking press record so it's no, stuff like that we have to deal with also and like scrambling to like make things work and yeah so it's definitely a learning curve and we are learning stuff every day literally absolutely and you know it like just because we love this so much that it feels like not work which is why I get so stressed because I'm like I just want all of you guys to enjoy this content and like I want to have a good time doing it because and I do I have such a good time doing it that's why time management so hard it's because like you're almost tempted to not have this be a priority because it's so fun like yeah. we're just sitting here talking like it's the best thing ever I have so much fun recording and editing and stuff um but then like 
you know, my boss is like, where are you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You're in my kitchen. Like, what do you want? Yeah. You know, so it, it was, that was definitely a challenge. But overall, I think this season was literally like, like this podcast is is like the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm having yeah, so much fun and we are just loving every single second. Like we've met so many people through it, like randomly on the street. We've DM'd with a lot of you, gotten to like know personal stories about you, um, help give advice, help to just listen. We've chatted with you guys. We've met, I already said that. We had our first live show. Like it has been a year. And um, we're so lucky to be with iHeart. And so like signing with them was a big thing for us. And it was like, this started as like a passion project for us. So for it to become like a career slash like a job for us has been incredible. And it's it's honestly crazy to think about. Like I remember starting at family was like, girl, what are you doing? Like don't someone want to listen to you. Dad, look <laughs> at me now. Like, you know, I don't know. I think it's cool. Like we're nearing like 700,000 listeners right now. And to think that, like, almost a million, it, that's like, blows my mind. Like, I would never have thought a million years that we'd have five listeners. Right? Isn't it crazy? And I just, like, we all owe it to you guys, of course. You know, like, you guys have been the best community, the best listeners, the best, like, people to have conversations with, um, the best storytellers, the best inspirationers. <laughs> This sounds um, like a graduation speech episode. Yeah, thank you so I'm thank you so I'm much so for looking me valedictorian. With you. Yeah. That's not even a joke. Like the so me being valedictorian isn't a joke because I'm not in high school. It's a joke because I would literally never get elected valedictorian in my entire life. Girl, you don't elect valedictorian. That's, yeah, you do. No, you don't. It's the first yeah. time it's the highest GPA. You elect class speaker. You elected it in my high school. Girl, you're telling me that they, they voted on a valid Victorian? Yeah, because we didn't do the whole GPA thing. So there was like a board who voted on who would be valedictorian based off of like essays. Uh, you guys didn't have GPAs? We did have GPAs. They just weren't a determining factor in who was valedictorian. Bruh, that blows my mind. Because doesn't valedictorian literally mean you have the highest? Like at our school, valedictorian is means you have the highest GPA. Salutatorian means you have the second highest GPA. And then class speaker was elected by speeches. Yeah, no, because um, I think I went to a Catholic all girls high school, and I know you went to a Catholic high school too, or like a yeah. religious high school, but my teachers were so uh, fucking A that they were like, we don't want to do this. We don't want, we don't want a sense of like, this person's the best. We want that person to know they're the best because of their essay. Like, they just did it like a U-turn, and it was weird. And I think that electing your valedictorian by their GPA is the right way to do it. But my school is just fucking crazy. That's like the definition of it. That's so weird. Interesting. I know. (laughs) Did you just like the definition of valedictorian? Yes. It's the highest rank in your class. That's why I was so confused. I know you did. I've never heard of someone electing a valedictorian. That's crazy. I could literally, I didn't even hear you typing. Like, I could sense the fact that you were looking it up. Like, I could sense it. Oh, the minute anyone says anything, I'm like, "Mm, let me look that up real quick. No, but that that is indeed, like, ask anybody in my high school. That is what we did. And I don't think it's right. But, and also, like, I made sure to bomb my essay on purpose. Because I was like, I'm not doing this. That's crazy. You're crazy. So, for the next 10 minutes... Sydney and I are going to talk about funniest moments on the podcast. And if you guys have any ideas or something that we didn't mention, please DM us. Um, I think a very funny moment 
the funniest moment of my life actually uh not to like hype it up but it's extremely funny in my brain and it's that when sydney was saying that we were gonna do because we planned to do an episode on mixed oh signals and we did not simply do the episode on that but we didn't even plan not to we were just like ranting about men the entire episode and then 45 minutes was up before we knew it we were like we did not talk about mixed signals at all yeah, so yes. then sydney was like as a as a bit like in the podcast in the humbling men podcast episode she at the end she was like guys this is not even what we we're supposed to be talking about we were supposed to be talking about mixed sniggles bro it's like I... when i get tired all the letters mixed in my mouth like in my head it's fine but when i say stuff like it just doesn't it doesn't be clicking it's i told you it's when i come home from work for like six hours or eight hours and i get home and the words aren't wording anymore it's just not doing it I literally um, never laughed so hard. Like, I was on the floor peeing I feel, my pants. I feel like we, bl- we black out when we record. Not, like, alcohol blackout, but, like, I cannot tell you what we talked about yesterday. <laughs> like, right? I forget. Like, in the moment, I know what we're doing. But, like, if you ask me to name 15 topics we've discussed this season, I don't think I could tell you. Just because we so talk funny. about We do it every week, twice a week, you know? A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday. Are y'all 
already know. Each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. with zero qualifications She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I already said my funny moment. It's when we literally didn't record. Twice. The first time was with Maria. The second oh, time. Oh, yeah, like didn't press the record button. Yes. We had PJ Morton and we're on the Zoom call. And I say, I say out loud, Sarah, are you recording? She goes, yep. <laughs> 10 minutes later, Sarah goes, um, I'm going to start recording. <laughs> I was like, girl, we had a full conversation where I said, because we, we literally said, we're like, this time is our next guest after Maria. I was like, we, we got to record. And so I was like, Sarah, do you press record? And she was like, yep. 10 minutes later, she was like, Okay, I'm going to press record now. I was like, uh, uh, okay. That was fine. To my defense, it was three minutes later, mm-hmm. but still very hilarious. Yes. So I was like, totally girl, what do you think I was fault. talking about? I, I was know. like, oh, God. I don't know. I really don't know. Sometimes my brain, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes our brain literally goes, little, 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 and we don't like, do anything. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another funny one because I had it and then I just lost it. But, dude, you're so fun. Like, you make me laugh so hard oh another funny moment was when we went from six hosts to four hosts to two hosts and didn't say a word about it <laughs> no it's and it's also really funny because when we were intern we were interviewing interns for this year one of the girls was like yo what happened we were like um we're not gonna discuss that but thank you for the inquiry yeah i that's another like hilarious thing like just what <laughs> yeah like, when i got back on hinge or like when I would go on Hinge, people would be like, oh, "Listen to your podcast," and I was like, "Oh, I'm matched." Or <laughs> they don't buy. <laughs> they would think that my voice is from you, like your voice was mine, and I was like, "You looked at me and you thought my voice was that high pitched." Like that's what's, what I'm what, saying. Wasn't clicking. Like I don't. No. Have, I don't look like I have a high pitched voice. I feel like you look at me and you know who has vocal fry. It's like you know who has the nasally vocal fry Valley Girl accent voice. Like it is it's me like you have to know like you can't just assume like there's no way I thought it was hilarious oh my god I have another funny I have another funny moment so this was actually three times ago that I visited Pittsburgh where my boyfriend goes to college for the first time and uh, like it was when our podcast like the season two first episode dropped 
So there were still four people on the podcast. And one of the guys, one of the guys living in this house, because Eric lives with seven other people, and one of them came up to me and was like, who is that girl with the obnoxious laugh? And just for background information, my laugh is like bronchitis, like wheezy, like, <laughs> like that's a day. exactly, yeah. which I don't, but that's the laugh that I had. That's the laugh I was blessed with. So this guy was like asking like, who has an annoying laugh? Like, I actually can't stand it. One of your friends has to like leave. And I was, I was, I didn't have time to think about like a proper person to assign the laugh to that wasn't me. So I was like, oh, that's Sydney. <laughs> thank you. No, Absolutely. Just... Thank you. I do have a bad laugh. Okay. I realized like I don't laugh anymore. I just say I'm so dead. Yeah, you do. I've you lost do. the will to laugh. I also have been told that my laugh sounds like a cat in a blender. So that's nice. By Simon Cowell? Like, who says that? Is it Simon Cowell His or boyfriend Simon Cowell? boy from middle school. Simon Cowell. What happened to Simon? Probably out there doing whatever Simon does. Is he gay? People. No, his girlfriend's oh. like 20. <laughs> He's um, so funny. I strive to be that honest with people. Like, your voice literally sounds, this is not how he sounds at all. But he was like, your voice, I just can't leave. Get out. That's, that's, now that's Chef Ramsay. Now I'm getting into some Gordon Ramsay content over here. I do that in my head. <laughs> when you're insulting people, you're just like, you pig, get it's out. Not, it's not even insulting. I just feel like someone needs to tell the truth. And sometimes it's not, it's not other people. So I do say, I don't say it out loud. Actually, I do sometimes. But only when absolutely necessary. You should I keep it in. Like I said, if it's in your best interest, I will tell you. But if not, I'll keep, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah. You always say like, I'm so mean, I'm so mean, I'm so, but like, whenever you're honest with me, like whenever you tell me something like negative that is also honest, you, I find yeah. that you are very incredibly sweet about it. I've realized that I don't think that I'm mean. I think that I'm just very honest. I'm very um, truthful about the way things are in the world. But because women are conditioned to be submissive and quiet about everything, we can take being honest as being mean. So no, sure. I'm not mean. I'm honest. Whatever. Oh yeah. Also, highlight is when Sarah wore her uh, bodysuit outside of her pants, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm wearing this." And I was like, "Okay." And now oh. I have a story to tell, and this is the last story to tell. I think before we'll get into some like, what's next for us, and what you can expect from us over the past few, or ne- like you know, next month leaking onto next. Um, is that I did that. I wore like my bodysuit outside of my pants on purpose because I thought it was a look. Cindy politely told me it is not a look, so I promptly decided to put it back in my pants before we left the apartment. Thank goodness you caught it. Because, you know, looking back on it, I was like, no. Um, We we were leaving the house the other day, Cindy and I, and she also left one of her straps out of her bodysuit outside of her pants. Um, And we were literally walking out the door. And I know she didn't do it on purpose because I knew it was an accident because her front was tucked in, but her back one was out. So I knew it wasn't like on purpose, like mine was, which mine is worse. But I was like, I I also simply would never. I would never. I I was like, Sydney, I'm going to have to veto this outfit. And you like didn't know what I was talking about for a second. And then I was like, you left your, what, you think that's a look? You left your bodysuit out of your jeans. And you were like, so oh dead. my God. And it was so funny. It was like a perfect get back at you moment. And I enjoyed it. I must it. say, girl, I know this is a look. So, okay, last, <laughs> last moment was okay. our live show. Because it was a hot mess from beginning to end. I can't believe we didn't talk about our live show this yes. episode. What a As darling you know, moment, was, but a mess. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be like 30 minutes. And we had bands playing. But we got so nervous and talked so fast. Because people, it was like in a bar. Yeah. So, like, people were, like, being really loud, like, getting drinks. So, they, like, got kind of nervous and kind of, like, rushed through it. It was still cute and whatever. But, yeah. We did it in, like, half the time we were supposed to. We forgot to press record again, so we never got to post the episode. Um, I did get dumped at the end of the night by the same guy that dumped me Monday. 
There's just a lot of dumping going on. There's a lot of dumping going on. It's always for me. Thanks for that. Um, He also broke up with me in the middle of the show. Why? I don't even know. That was Um, a very dramatic moment. It was a very dramatic moment. (laughs) I remember that. And one of my exes was the one putting on the show. So that was definitely super awkward. But besides that, it was fun time. It was a great time. I, I had a blast. And we looked cute. So whatever. Except... We got our pictures back from the show. And as you guys know, I am shaped like Megamind. My forehead's huge. <laughs> Not true. And of course, Sarah's out here going like a little fairy princess on ice skate, ice skates. That was her outfit <laughs> theme. Um, but we had pink lights, which was like super cute at the moment. But when they like measured us for the lights, I don't think they took in count my forehead. So in every single picture, it looks like there's literally a jewel in my head beaming lights onto the world. <laughs> Well, Uzi, is that you? Literally, he with the jewel <laughs> for free. So every picture I have, it's like my 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 computer background, and it's me literally reflecting the light like a disco ball, out of my out of my brain pores. So that's, that's super cute. So, so funny. <laughs> I thought the pictures came out great. Nothing a little smoothing. Because you looked good. No, Sarah's but, uh, the kind of girl that's like, this picture is so cute. And I'm like, Sarah, do you see anyone else in the picture? That's extremely true. I, yes. I truly only. That's why. That's why nobody should ever tell me. I never. Like, I, I never ask Sarah for good? advice no. on pictures to post unless she's not in it. Exactly. Same thing with my friend Chance. If they're in the picture, I do not ask them because they're looking at themselves. Absolutely. So I send it to other people or the other one who's not in the picture. Agreed. As you should. Um, you have to still let me edit it though. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, I was going to say like nothing a little smooth tool on Facetune can't handle for sure. Um, so just a little bit about what's next coming up with us, with your favorite gals. Um we are finishing up season two, as Cindy said at the beginning of the episode. Of course, uh, we have loved every single second as much as, like, obviously we face challenges and hurdles. Uh, it is worth it a million thousand times over. We love nothing more than doing this, and we are not done. There will be a Crying in Public season three, of course. Um, we are going to do as many seasons as we possibly can until we are dead. Just kidding. But um, we just love what we do. So we will be – in the meantime – Season three will be coming I don't know when, so I'm going to let you guys know. It's not going to be, like, in a year. It's not going to be in, like, five months. It'll be definitely sooner than that. Um, We are going to take a little hiatus, though. That is definitely for sure. Cindy and I are very burned out, not with this podcast, but with, like, our other jobs. And we are also full-time students, so we do need to give a little love and care to our grades. Uh, However, we are still going to be coming at you with amazing content, both on our social media, YouTube, and TikTok at Crying a Public Podcast. We're going to be doing daily vlogs, not like every day, but like when we do have exciting days, we're going to be giving vlogs out to you guys, advice portions on YouTube. So like the longer content you can find on our YouTube, uh, shorter gimmicky fun content that still shows like a lot of our personality, but it's mostly just for fun. That is on TikTok. You can also follow Sydney on TikTok, her personal account at Sydney Winter, and me on my personal TikTok account at Sarah Hodgson. So S A R H O D G S O N. If you don't and change your username to Sarah Hodgson, I'm literally going to sue you. I am a so sorry it is not happening. Do it. Everybody it's gonna make already your, It's going to make your life so much easier. I'm telling you. So much fucking easier. Guys, please tell Sarah to change her usernames to her name. Yeah. The, I swear you bring this up every episode. But it's very true. I know. Not like you shouldn't. For your personal branding, do it. Okay. And yeah, you can also follow our Instagrams both individually and on Crying in Public Podcast where we will keep you updated. Like that's your main source of updates. We are going to post on our stories and post about like when we're coming back for season-wise. 
uh, like when we're going to have our regular like days of Thursdays and Tuesdays or Thursdays of just posting content. Um, but in the meantime, as well as social media, we will also be bringing you some bonus content. So like bonus episodes once in a while, uh, and how often those are depends on when our next season's going to start. So if it's a little longer than we anticipated, we're going to be coming at you with like more frequent bonus content. But if it's coming soon, we will, we'll shoot, we'll throw you a few episodes. Just kidding. We will gladly do a few episodes because we miss the mic. We miss the stage. We need the attention. Surprise episode dropping Sunday on YouTube. Our first vlog is dropping on Sunday. And that is November, if you really want to keep track. It is no, it is February 13th. Did I say November? Yeah, I was like, girl, That's what are you hilarious. February 13th. It is simply not November right now. <laughs> um, we love you guys so much. We had so much fun in this season. And we cannot wait for season three. It is going to be even better if you can imagine. <laughs> Just kidding. This feels like a very funeral. Yeah. Um, get in this coffin. Become a vampire. Introduce me to Ian, some or whatever, Damon from Vampire Diaries. And then we can do season three. So once all of that happens, then we can Coffins continue. kind of freak me out. Like you can't do they really? I mean, I guess you shouldn't move around in it because you're dead. But... Do you like the Egypt section in museums or are you freaked out? I mean, I'm still freaked out. I'm not freaked out by it. I'm just like, these people were buried for a reason. Why we dig them up so we can look at them? I think that's (laughs) very invasive. Like, imagine someone comes and digs you up out of your piece. They can show you when some random white people in uh, Arizona on the King Tut tour. I don't know. It's really a bit weird to me. At least put it in (laughs) Egypt. Damn. Like, why is this in on the Ohio tour through the Midwest? But whatever. He King Tut, let King Tut rest. I don't know anything about like, that man, but let him rest in Egypt. We will be coming back at you next season with just a stupid, dumb, hilarious, I don't know what content next season. We love content you guys so no much. Content with no value and no depth <laughs> with our valley voices. With heavy valley girl accents just to piss you all off. We love you. Bye. Bye. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. 
Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.